Welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly. And this is your Saturday, February 26th episode coming to you on Monday, February 28th. Mm-hmm. We had some sound problems as per usual, but oh, we, we, think we, we think we might have got it figured out. So we'll see. Yeah. So um, this is the last day of February in 2022. So it's the second month of uh, 2022. We had two days where it was two two and then two 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 and it was a bunch of twos. A lot of twos this month. Lot of twos this month. Like the second time we're recording this episode. Yeah, a lot of twos. Get <laughs> the first episode next week's the big one year. Big one year. Yeah. I know. I know. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Kevin's been listening to all the past episodes, taking notes on everything we've done. So we will. Be doing a year in review episode next yeah, year. Yeah, pretty much. Next just a quick week. review on some of them and uh, the ups and downs. It's actually kind of interesting because you think, you know, we sit here every week and we say how boring our lives are. And uh, because we don't do exciting things, we don't go out and seek adventure like a lot of folks do. But boy, has some stuff happened this year. Mm-hmm. You know, just we've had some, you know, just like everybody's normal everyday life. And I guess that's what people just don't take into account that everyday life has it's it's things that uh punches in the face yeah yeah this week we got punched in the face a couple times because we went to get a tire fixed and ended up having to buy two new tires for the car and then they're telling me i need an alignment well yeah i mean you should always get an alignment that should be a regular part of your maintenance on your car um and then we thought we were going to have to buy a new tv Oh we my almost God. had the button pushed on a on a new TV, but that resolved itself. Just fixed itself on its own, no reason. And then we dropped a few hundred bucks on some eyeglasses today. So, uh, yeah. yeah, this has been the week of big expenses. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you do what you got to do. You got to be able to see. Yeah, I've only got the one good eye, so I got to make sure <laughs> I can see out of it. Actually, that was one of the things. A couple of places I went to to try to get glasses, and they always look strange at my my paper because when you look at, I guess, a normal eyeglass thing, they 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 don't match. Both sides don't match uh, hardly ever. And when they're looking at it and they see both sides match, and one of them says, you know, copy, uh, they don't get it until I tell them that you know, this is just a trash eye. This is no good at all. Then they're like, oh. And then so they like, should only have to pay half as much if they're only doing work in one lens yeah well i guess I mean, it's so, the yeah it's the same ex- prescription on the other side so but i mean they do that just because fuck i don't know i guess because if it's no prescription that it looks way different than the other one i guess they want it to be somewhat close so uh but anyway the apparently though they made some uh strides in transitions technology because it used to be transitions didn't work in your car because your car's windshield naturally has a UV UV eliminator. So you get all the bright sunlight and the UV. UV which was was activating the transition, but apparently that's not even a thing anymore. The transition's activated by actual sunlight, which is good. So but it wasn't as expensive because uh it was normally eighty dollars, but with the insurance, it cut it down to to forty bucks or twenty bucks actually. No, twenty bucks. Hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Add it on there. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Well, I don't have to buy another <laughs> pair of sunglasses. True. You know, one year. Uh, honestly, Costco is the cheapest place to get sunglasses or get glasses, but 
The problem with that is you got to drive way the hell out to Chesapeake, and then uh, we'd have to rejoin Costco Norfolk. just for me. Oh yeah, it is Norfolk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's Norfolk Chesapeake line. You know where it's at. Um, a lot of people probably don't. But yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's 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 a ways. And then we'd have to pay for the, uh, the the membership for a place that we just don't go to anymore. The Sam's Club is a lot closer, and you know. Yeah. So, um, really, that was all that was going on in our little world this week. Just open your wallet and watch the money fly out of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, those are things you have to do. So, thankfully, we didn't have to buy a new TV. Yeah, that would have been bad. Um, <laughs> would have been bad. Um, but speaking of the TV, uh, we were going to talk this week about the American fascination with true crime or just crime, in general, crime in general, but largely true crime. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're starting with your mom cause your mom has a deep love for the murder channel or uh, what's officially called, uh, discovery, discovery ID. ID. Kevin uh, calls it the murder channel. Well, that's what 99% of what they do. I mean, every now and again, they'll throw in one that isn't a murder. It's like kidnapping or serial rapist, which is horrible. <laughs> Both of those are horrible. All of it's horrible. Yeah, but it's murder. But people horrible. love to watch it. And it's not, I mean, I know so many people who are like really into the whole true crime thing. Oh, yeah. Netflix, most of their documentaries are, are uh, true crime. Mm -hmm. uh, the Murder Channel is on. But, you know, we were talking, talk, you know, we started thinking about it, or I started thinking about it. It's like, it's got to be weird. Your loved one or somebody in your life gets murdered. And then here comes the murder channel showing up saying, you know what we'd like to do? We'd like to do a reenactment. And we need to interview you and talk to you about this and have you sit in this dark room while we talk to you about this person that you love that was brutally murdered so that we can put it on television. How about that? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Why would anybody agree to go through it again? But it happens Just to have it entertain, like, for entertainment value. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could see if you were still trying to catch the murderer or... Yeah, you well, know. that was probably the beginning of it. it was uh, John Walsh with the uh, America's mm -hmm. Most Wanted, and it was you know, hey, we're trying to find these people or unsolved mysteries. You know, same thing that you know we're trying to figure out this murder, and they they do the enactment. But no, Murder Channel, they've got it all down to the person's sentence and doing time. Yeah. So, my favorite on that channel, I think, is Evil Lives Here. Yeah. Man, there are. You figure out how many of those people are you just walking around with. Yeah. Like, people who are just straight crazy. Like, mm -hmm. there's no other explanation other than they're just straight crazy and doing crazy things to their kids and siblings. And how many people do you know that there was crazy one that we think watched. you walk amongst people like that? There was one that we watched, though, where these, like, basically yuppies moved in next door to the old war vet and his wife and they basically went to war with each other and the old man finally said no i'm just going to start killing just leave your neighbors alone like really just leave your neighbors alone um so yeah on netflix there's these documentaries mm -hmm. um some of our favorites of course making a murderer 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they did uh, Richard Ramirez. I can't remember the name of that one, but uh, that was that was interesting. Uh, I didn't realize so much about Ramirez. I mean, you hear about it, but I don't uh, even know who that one is. That was the um, the um, it was kidnapping kids and murdering people, and then yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the, there was one with um, they've done Ted Bundy a bunch. Uh, let's see. There's one we watched, The Staircase, which is our favorite. <laughs> the Staircase I only watched because we watched Trial and Error, which was a comedy show. Yeah. Based on the Staircase. It had John Lithgow in it. It was the funniest one season. I don't know if it's, if it's, um, if it's streaming anywhere. You might be able to rent it or something. on. on uh, <laughs> You'll find it on Tubi five. or something, maybe. 100% watch the first season. The second season is trash. Season was terrible, but it's so ridiculously funny that when I realized this was based off a real thing, and then I went and watched the real thing, I couldn't take the real thing seriously because the jokes that they amplified. I mean, the real thing, the uh, the staircase in and itself, kind of has some comedic events in it a little bit. I guess not meant to not be. Really, I mean, the woman died. She. Yeah fell down the stairs but the way they laid it out like they do an episode where you were for sure the husband did it then they do an episode where well there's no way this guy murdered his wife and they kept finding out weird stuff about the husband yeah like he's having a gay like he had a affair. relationship with his personal trainer like all this stuff just kept coming up that made him look guilty and then stuff would come up that made him look not guilty yeah it was, it was a it was crazy, crazy ridiculous story and then they thought the owl did it like a bird got into the house and scared her and she fell down the stairs. Um, but in Trial and Error, um, John Lithgow's wife is the woman who falls down the stairs. But through the entire season, they never... And she falls down the stairs and goes through like the plate glass window. Plate glass window, yeah. And they never replace the window. It's just got caution tape over it for whole the whole rest of the season. Um, oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so hilarious. It just, it was and then the, the lawyer had this woman working for him who forgot people as soon as she met them. Yeah. As soon as they, <laughs> they, 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 you'd stare at her. And then if you, they turned her face and then looked back, it was like the first time she met her. So funny. <laughs> it was great. Um, there was, yeah, um, so if you can find it, I don't know. I'll have to look to see. We we did for a while. We were doing a murder mystery uh, board game, kind of with uh, with uh, Robin and Troy, uh, uh, and, and your mom and dad. It was called mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hunt the Killer. Great series of things to do. Uh, highly recommend it. You get a box a month, and it's like the next chapter in the murder. It's a good way to hang out with people and do a fun thing. Um, but we got so into it, we even came went out and bought the. Uh, the styrofoam boards that kids use for science projects and called it murder board because that's what they did on the show. Murder board. Murder <laughs> board. Murder board. Oh, it's the best. It, it looks like it. it's on Amazon Prime. There you go. Is it free on Prime or? Uh, um, no. Uh, you got to buy it. You have to buy it. Well, shit. But honestly. It might be worth it. Yeah. But 13 episodes. Uh, 11 episodes it's probably worth it yeah. it's it's hilarious really the first season is hilarious second season don't even bother with it's trash two. it's just trash John Lithgow is not in it it's a completely different lawyer and I mean it's just it's nowhere they yeah. tried to be as funny 
it felt like there were different writers just trying to be as funny yeah. and they just, it wasn't they just fell apart um we watched the ripper the other night too about jack the ripper yeah and uh that kind of fascinated me a little bit in the fact that they were talking about how he was targeting prostitutes in the beginning mm -hmm. um but then he was like going after college age women and you know just random women and the police who botched the investigation no doubt but they put a thing out saying you women shouldn't be alone at night make sure you have somebody walking with you and like all the feminists in london at the time or wherever it was happening london, were like yeah. up in arms at how dare you tell us women that we can't walk by ourselves at night and they're like well there's this crazy person like <laughs> Killing women. I thought that was kind of odd. Yeah. Like, it really, I don't think it had a lot to do with the feminism. Yeah. Well, um, but I mean, I guess when you look at it, they were trying to play it off like he was only going after prostitutes. And, and, and the thing about it is, it, that's probably, again, where the media blows up a very small minority of people to make them look like a big, huge thing. Because you, you look at something like they'll say, okay, these people say, you know, these people are saying this, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out the organization is 10 people, you know, or there was this huge protest to protest, blah, blah, blah. And then when they take the wide shot, there's like less than 100 people yeah. at this, you know, whatever. But they use the right camera angles. It looks like there's a lot of people really, there's this huge field and there's like 100 people in this one little spot. There's also tons of podcasts devoted to true crime. Oh, yeah. Tons of, you don't um, even have to. You just put true crime in it. It's a whole yeah. long list. And we watched um, Only Murders in the Building on... That was on uh, uh, Hulu. Hulu, um, which was a pretty good... It was, was pretty really funny, good. too. That was really good. Um, that was not true crime, but that was... Uh, it was it was kind of poking fun Based on the, the uh, true crime yeah. uh, podcast, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there's your scripted true crime stuff that the reenactments and, um, my favorite the one, but channel. the other ones are the ones that are not scripted. Yeah. The, the, the first 48, which I don't think is scripted at all. They do a lot of, uh, following the detectives and whatnot. When they get the call, they go out to the scene. Some of it may be reenacted just, just, uh, because, you know, you can't. I don't think they reenact anything on the full first 48. Uh -huh. A lot of it, though, is them filming these people as they're doing it. They're filming the interviews. And, and that's what kills me. These people murder each other. Uh, most of the time it's over drugs or some other thing. Revenge because, you know, this guy's screwing this girl. And, or robbery. You know, robbery gone wrong. Uh, but anyway, then the cops bring these people in and they just fucking just start talking. <laughs> and tell everyone, yeah, I, I, I killed that person. What are you, what are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! Why are you talking? See, whenever you say that, you sound like you're coming down on the side of the criminal. I, it just boggles my mind that anyone talks to the cops. It really does. It, I, I see this, and I'm like, I'm glad these people are are telling the cops everything and going to jail. That's great, but there are there are innocent people in jail. I'm sorry, there are because the, you see it. There's people that say, oh, this DNA completely exonerates this guy who's been in jail for 40 years. Yeah. You know, I think the police have a tactic of um, interrogation. You see it a lot on, we used to watch, um, not cops, but uh, live, PD. live PD. Yeah. Where they would come up on somebody and they just had a disarming way of 
talking to them, like it's all calm, be, like everything was going to yeah, be fine. It's a little I'm going to help you out. I'm make sure you get home tonight. Yeah, and then the people end up just telling them everything because they really think the cops just going to let them go. Yeah, yeah. I was I was drinking a lot before I got behind the wheel of the car and I swerved a little bit and uh, yeah, I lost control of the car. And then there's the all right. Well, we're going to make sure you get home tonight. <laughs> The ones that have to get tases or running through a plate glass window. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> this dude was handcuffed, sitting on a curb with three other guys, and the cop just turned his back for a second. He hopped up. They had busted the guy because they were getting in a fight outside of a hotel over a girl. This guy's just running with his handcuffs behind his back, and they start chasing them. The camera people's chasing them, and you see the guy dive through a plate glass window in a hotel room and he started screaming, I'm gonna get you, bitch. I can't protect you. Terrible that people's lives come down to that. Oh my god. And we as a nation love to watch it. It was like, crazy. Is what, is what I find so fascinating. Yeah. That these shows are so popular. And maybe it just makes people feel better. That they're not that low in their life. Yeah. Well, your mom's claim is that she watches it so that she can be aware, so that she can defend <laughs> so herself. She can be ready with the footnotes. Yeah. I just I don't I don't buy that. Your mom's badass anyway. You know. <laughs> she don't have any much fear in the way of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then there's always been a fascination with like the serial killers. Oh yeah. Um. Your you know Ted Bundy's and. To the point where you'd have to wonder, had there not been that fame, if there'd be less serial killers. Like you say Ted Bunny, everybody knows Ted Bunny. You say John Wayne Gacy, you get the picture of the clown in your head. Uh, even Jeffrey Dahmer, everybody remembers seeing him in the prison graves in court, you know. Um, yeah, if we stopped glamorizing it, yeah, would they stop doing this, it? Yeah, John, start calling them John Doe 1, John Doe 2. John Doe 23, John Doe, whatever. Maybe we get less John Doe's. I mean, I've always thought that we should not glamorize that stuff. But especially now in this social media age. Yeah. Um, I mean, you scroll through, it doesn't take long. You scroll through TikTok and you're like, man, there's some of mess up people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then your serial killer, what kind of person is your master? Yeah. Well, serial killers are the ones that do it. Uh, they methodically plan it out. I think the serial killers are more interesting to people. Yeah. Then, because there's more of a intent. Oh Usually yeah. a mass murder is just shooting out of rage or whatever in that moment. Yeah. Whereas a serial killer, it's planned out. It's thought about. It's, you know, there's some sort of something they're getting out of it. And then you run into somebody like the the Iceman, who's a kind of a combination of each. Mm -hmm. Because the Iceman, if you don't know who the Iceman was, he was a, 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 hero, a hitman for hire. Uh, and they've, they've successfully tied him to like 300 murders. Like 300 people's lives are ended because this man was hired to do that. He's methodical. He, you, he There was an, a, a documentary where they interviewed him. I believe it's on HBO somewhere. But... Um, you, this guy would just calmly tell you know he's in jail for life. Uh, he might even be under the death penalty, but so he doesn't really fit into either one of those categories. Right. So he's more like an assassin. But I mean, if he's kind of both because he's the body count itself makes him a mass killer. But, I thought but his methodology puts him in serial killer. I thought a mass 
shooting or whatever had to be within a certain time, like yeah. at one location or yeah, I think that's mass people. mass shooting event. That's what qualifies for a mass murder. Would you Hitler a mass murder? Yes. Okay. Stalin, Hitler, you know, all the big socialists. Um. Yeah. So it's just a lot of crazy, crazy fascinations, and I, I'm, I'll be the first to admit it. We'll sit here with that on all day long, watching one right after the other. Yeah. Although today we had um. Jerry Springer on for a little yeah, while. Yeah, your dad just said, you know what? We haven't seen Jerry Springer in a decade. You are scraping the bottom of humanity pit. And I get that Jerry Springer is completely staged. Mm -hmm. There's no way those people, that's not somewhat scripted, planned out. Yeah, you've never been to a trailer court. No. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah. I'd rather watch you don't remember Evil Lives Here. <laughs> I do. <laughs> But um, I, I really want to see Yeah, yeah. Well, because they're much more interesting, honestly. Because you want to, I guess people have this, you know, what makes somebody do that? Because everybody thought, man, I could kill that guy. I would murder that person. Blah, I don't blah, think blah. everybody's had that thought. I've never had that thought. Really? Somebody on Fish Chops was like, man, I no, would. Not to the point where I felt like I just wanted to murder him. Well, I know there's at least one politician you wouldn't mind getting hit with a bus. <laughs> Well, that's not murder. That would that's be an accident. Murder. A happy accident. But it's different when somebody says, okay, um, I decided I want to start being a woman in my life, and I'm figuring out how to do it. So, and what actually brought this all up was we were listening to a classic episode of Tell Him Steve Day, mm -hmm. and there was apparently at the time the story where this cop who apparently got in an argument with his wife. The wife went to his captain and said, this guy is planning on capturing up to 100 girls, cooking them on a slow cooker, and eating them. He never did it. Didn't do it. Nope. So is there a crime if you don't do it? Right. Well, I think they did get him because he was stalking them. And yeah, he was. Like there were other crimes in there? He was probably eventually going to do it to at least one girl. Uh, maybe, but there was no, there was no actual way to prove intent. He did, you know, have information about the girl. Uh, there was like video footage or something on his phone or yeah, something. Yeah, we just had a long conversation about what do you do to that person legally who is just fantasizing about killing people, but not actually killing people. Yeah. I mean, you know, what can you do in that situation? Because you, a lot of these young kids that like go in and shoot their high schools up and stuff. It's the same. Like if you look at their YouTube channels or whatever, and they talk about doing stuff like that, at what point can you step in with serious, clearly not soon enough because it happens yeah. too often, but, um, there's no good answer there because I mean, that's, there's, there's not because, you know, is the kid playing around? Is the kid for real? And it's hard to say, and you can't just assume all the kids are for real. You can't just assume all the kids are not. Wouldn't you rather make the assumption that they are serious and possibly stop something than ignore it and then not have stopped something? Well, but at what point do you say, okay, now we're going to incarcerate this person, you know? I don't say incarcerate. Well, do something. When you say do something, what do you mean? Uh, step in psychologically. Like how? If like, they're not uh, going to go into... Well, I mean, if they're a minor, they can be put into treatment. Yeah. Well, but if the parents don't agree? 
So that's where this you have to go down the rabbit hole. So yes, this kid's got emotional problems and may potentially start hurting other kids. So you start looking at it like that. So as a school, you learn of this. You, you go to the parent and you say, you know, we think this is, you know, this is what we're hearing. We really think you should get some help. You can get some well, this free is what help happened in the last with blah, blah, blah. And then the parents don't do that. That's At what happened. point do you say, okay, well, we got to pick this kid up? Well, the the last time that this happened, yeah. they had a conference that day. Yeah. And the kid left the office and then went and started shooting people up. Yeah. So I think if you feel like it's going to happen, then you send them out of kids. Um, I, the other question with that is, is how many times has that happened and the kid not done anything? Because we're only hearing about the ones where something happened. You know, maybe he didn't do anything because someone stepped in to stop him. Yeah. I mean, there I has know. to be somebody keeping track of that. I'm sure there is. <laughs> um, but yeah, you don't have to even seek out crime. You turn the news on. Um, it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've kind of stopped watching all the news because you watch even the local news. I used to watch Wavy because they did really good weather. The weatherman wasn't as annoying as the guy on Channel 13. <laughs> but, it's you know, this place here was murdered. This person here was murdered. And more and more, it's even in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. It used to be Virginia Beach maybe had one a week. Now it's like three a day. Uh, and then Norfolk and, and... I think it's three a day. Well, that's that's a stretch. It just, there seems to be a lot more. Portsmouth uh, had Portsmouth. seven in February. Yeah. I just saw that on the news today. Uh, it just seems like, you know, everybody's kind of lost their shit a little bit. Is it pandemic related? I mean, this was going on. Way I'd say that just the economy. The so I think that, you know, when the economy was really good, uh, crime was way down. And then the economy took a turn because everything got shut down. Can we still put this all off on the pandemic? Because we're pretty much at the end of it. Masks are coming off on kids at school, on school buses. They're getting ready to pull the mask mandates off of teachers. I think a lot of that, though, no because one's down everything was so divided before that, like everybody was either uh, demonized because you didn't want to wear a mask and you were trying to kill grandma or you were trying to shuffle this gag over my face so that, uh, you know, I could be oppressed. I mean, the, the, the two extremes were the only ones anybody was hearing about. And I think the, the, the middle there just got lost. And uh, there are folks out there that just kind of, you know, you, you've got... You know, the middle is still out there. They've turned off the news. Yeah. <laughs> we get lost in the fantasy news. Yeah. Yeah. Evil lives here. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's easier to just deal with, you know, okay, the, this murder. The, yeah. And most of the time they're they're caught, you know, at least on the murder channel. I mean, obviously there's murders that aren't, aren't um, done anymore. So. Hmm. You don't have uh, unsolved mysteries out there. Well, no, uh, Netflix did an unsolved mysteries, but it was all aliens and shit. It wasn't even crime. Imagine it's kind of hard to get unsolved anymore. There's cameras everywhere. The DNA technology is everywhere. We don't know who killed Epstein. <laughs> that was for you, Aunt Pat. I mean, you'd love to see that face that she gave. There you go. Thank you, Tilly. Mm -hmm. Tilly said, stop it, Daddy. Mm -hmm. 
Poor Tilly. She had to go in the car today. I took her to go get her nails uh, trimmed. She hates Poor that. Poor Tilly. She got a toy. She got a toy. Yeah. That was good. Uh, I had earned enough points that I got her a free uh, beer mug. Um, not a real beer mug. It's a Central XJ stuff mug. She liked it, though. So. Yeah. And you, I, I don't know. Maybe we could put the video up that you took of her. With Opening her, her chili oh package. Oh, my God. That was great. I bought her. Her favorite toy is just this little red squeaky ball. And I got it at Chewy.com. And so I went and I ordered like six more just to have them to put in the closet for when those get destroyed. Because it's her favorite toy. And they came in like an envelope. And so when I squeezed it, they, you know, were all squeaking. And she just went crazy. Yeah. And she was trying to rip into the package. And it's pretty funny. She had a lot of balls. Balls. <laughs> so. All right. So um, next week's will be hopefully a happier episode. Not so much gloom <laughs> and doom, crime and killing. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to, I'll do, we've got the review. I've got a lot of them done. Uh, still got a few more to do. And uh, yeah. Oh, I need to get on it then. Maybe later I'll listen to some more. Got to figure out dinner too. So, but anyway, we'll come back. You want to do the new game? You want to? Uh, we'll come back and do the new game. All right. Mother-in-law got us a, a game for our uh, anniversary. The ultimate game for couples. So we'll play some cards from that um, when we come. The ultimate, the ultimate game, game for, for couples. couples. So here's how this game works. We are going to read a statement, a question, and think of an answer. And then I'll think of my answer. Kevin has to guess what he thinks my answer is going to be. And if he matches my answer, he gets a point. If not, I get a point. And so on and so forth until we decide to stop. And so forth. <laughs> All right, you All go right. first. All right. What is my least favorite household chore? So this is what is my least favorite household chore. Got it. Uh, cleaning the bathroom. I was going to say dishes. Really? You yeah. hate dishes more than cleaning the bathroom? I do. Wow. Yeah, that goes back to my childhood. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Hardcore. Hardcore. All right. What would I be famous for? Uh, wait. What would I be famous for? Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess I got something. Okay. Uh, if I had to guess, takes. I did. I was thought something creative. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Okay, great. If it, she's made. Fantastic cakes. I mean, the cake itself is usually just box cake. But you have made like recipe cakes that were really good. Mm -hmm. But she does these decorations. Uh, like there's one that you did for Susan Anko's retirement that looked just like real flowers in a bouquet, like a 3D bouquet. It's fantastic. You could, you know, the picture. You look at the picture and it looks like flowers. Uh, my favorite was the Jaws cake, which you recreated the Jaws poster on a cake. Out for my that was probably 40th. my favorite too. Oh my god, that was so that good. did turn out really, really good. The Captain America cake was awesome with the cap shield on top with individual dots, which was great. 
Um, the Superman cake you made me, a lot of superhero stuff. <laughs> what is the one thing I would save from my burning house? It is. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, already assuming that all the living people and animals are safe. Okay, let's make that assumption. So give me okay. a second. Uh, let's see. Okay. So assuming... Animals and people are safe. We're all fine. I would have to say your phone or your iPad. Yeah. I was thinking more of all of the electronics as far as like your iPad, my iPad, <laughs> phone. We just listened to a podcast this morning where they yeah. were talking about what they would save when they, if they had to go back. Yeah, the, the question that Walt Flanagan was asking, <laughs> he said, asking his friends the, the question of him, if he had a chance, he, the house is burning down, he has to run in, he's got a chance to save either his wedding album, which there's only one of, or his complete Marvel Masterworks collection, which is basically a bunch of books that are, uh, almost original printings of Marvel Comics, like the you know old school real deal Marvel Comics. He spent thousands of dollars on, tons of time. Which is he pulling out? Now most of them are thinking, well, your wedding albums, that's the only one. The other stuff you could do again if you had to. He said, nope, I'm pulling that shit out by the truck load. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Okay, if I could eat only one dish for the rest of my life, what would it be? Plank steak. I don't even have, there's no question. You guys know, I've seen, we've talked about this like three times in the show. I love flank steak broiled or grilled and then sliced up on rice with some gravy. My favorite meal of all time. In fact, I ordered flank steak in our grocery order and it didn't come. I was planning on picking some up on Wednesday when I was out and about to go to the, uh, probably the family, the little neighborhood Walmart, because they tend to have, you know, they don't run out of stuff as quick as the big Walmart. Mm -hmm. So that's my point. All right, you're winning three to one. Mm -hmm. Which one of my relatives am I closest to outside of my immediate family? That's a toughie. Outside of your immediate family? I so I would say outside of... Tom, you know, like Tommy, Tommy Darwin, and Billy, Billy and Jen. Mm -hmm. Um, Terry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it used to be Rick because you know I, you, Rick and I used to hang out a bit. Um, uh, but Rick's passed, so man, that's not like a different. Uh, what do I complain about the most? By repeating yourself. You didn't even give me a chance to think. I know, but that's going to be what it is. All right. <laughs> it's true. I repeat myself a lot in the course of my normal day. Yeah. What was that? Mm -hmm. My students think that I have to give them directions independently. Yeah. Or because they're the or? only ones in the world individually. Yeah. yeah. So if I have five kids at the table with me and I give directions, unless I am speaking directly to them they don't think it applies to them and i don't know how to break them of that 
You so I generally mic? have to repeat directions a lot. But you know where that mic comes from? Like some of them probably have siblings and they're giving different directions based on what needs to be done. Like if you are trying to distribute chores through the house and you've got three kids, you've got one kid doing this, one kid doing that, one kid doing the other. Whereas in your case, you got a group of kids, you got a group of five kids here, a group of five kids. They may be doing something different, but you're telling this group no, of five kids. No, I have kids. like five kids at my table and I say, get out your pencils. And then I have to say, get your pencil out. Get your pencil out. Get your pencil out. Get your pencil out. Yeah. You know what? It comes from them having everything done for them and they don't know how to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. You're a new parent. Make your kids do some shit. Yeah, I mean, they're a lot more capable than you think they are. I will tell you that. Yeah. All right, you're next. Fill in the blank. I can't resist a good... Hmm. All right, I think I got it. Cookie. Yeah. Did you change your answer? No, no, I swear to God, I was... I I just I shouldn't be eating cookies. I really I had your answer for free. I had the uh, you know I got the BDs and whatnot, so can't be doing all that. But goddamn, when there's a good cookie sitting in front of me, it's hard. I struggled with it today. I was walking through the teeter and I was like, they had these big cookies in these four packs, these giant like chocolate chip cookies, and I was like, god damn it, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Or fat boy out there, man. It's hard. You don't eat cake and stuff like I that. I don't. I, I like pie. I the really cookies like pie. Will get you. The cookies, man. Uh, I'm going to think of my answer before I read this to you. Okay. Uh, what is my biggest fear? Ooh, uh, probably me dying. I didn't even think about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I, I didn't say cancer. Oh, well, that's not, I didn't get it right. Man. A way to throw it out there and make me look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible, too. Don't get me wrong. That would be awful. That's one of my favorite stories that your mom tells about her brother. <laughs> Apparently, uh, what was it? She dropped the turkey. Yeah. The oven broke. The oven broke. So she calls her brother up at Thanksgiving and she says, oh, you won't believe what happened. What do you yes, think is the worst thing that can happen on Thanksgiving? And he says, I could die. <laughs> and she was like, God damn it. My last one. Uh, oh, I've talked about this on the show. Kind of different. As a, well, what is my favorite TV show as a kid? You know what my all time favorite TV show is. Do I? Oh my god. Oh, really? I guess I probably do. Yeah. But I'll as a kid. That. I'll accept that. Your all time Columbo. No. no. I love Columbo, don't get me wrong. Quantum Leap. Oh, that's right. But as a kid, I'd probably say He Man or the Transformers. I mean, I knew it was going to be some kind of animated something or other. All right. Ready? Yeah. If I could be neighbors with anyone, who would it be? Robin I totally went with a famous person trying. Oh, <laughs> uh, for you, famous person, I'd be somebody f either funny or probably Tom Hanks. I don't know. I said Ghostbusters. 
Oh, God damn it. We tied. We tied. Look at that. I was thinking uh, when you said famous person, I was thinking, uh, you know, you wouldn't necessarily go to McConaughey um, because he There'd does be some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I did not think Garth. next door to some Garth Brooks. That'd be pretty awesome. And all the good smells coming from Trisha's kitchen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a bonus, too, for right there. We're going over to a cook of dinner. <laughs> How cool would that be? That would I be mean, it would cool. be great to be naked. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You're really making me look like an asshole here. <laughs> Oi. Definitely not John Wayne Gacy or. No, <laughs> dead body. No. <laughs> you, don't, you definitely don't want to have dinner with Jeffrey Thomas. They were fascinated with Jeffrey Thomas. True crime, but not that fascinated. Yeah. We saw, uh, we were watching some TikTok videos today and we came across this one TikTok video. Now, we used to, back in the day when we first started this podcasting, we used to finish it up with a TikTok video of the week. And there was one today with this woman or a guy, I don't know what, but like they were crazily running down the street. And what was the song? Uh, I, I, I can't tell you. I don't know the name of the song. Look, here's what you're going to do. It, it'll still play on, on, on uh, what you call it. So here it is right here. Goes the crackhead that I see each morning. Oh shit! She just fell in a deep asshole. That was we could cracked up watching that because if a few episodes ago we talked about the this you know the the people in your lives that are not really you know you know them but you don't know them you don't know their name or whatever and that was the zigzag lady. Like we started watching it's like oh that's just like the zigzag lady and then poof she falls it was like oh my god. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Now you made me have to edit this even more. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Thanks for that. Ah, uh, you'll love it. You love to do it. Thanks, sir. I do. So that's our new game. Uh, so uh, let us know. Is it a winner? You guys like it? Uh, we love comments. I love reading comments. Come on, people. Give me some comments. Everyone loves uh, comments. You know, or can you throw uh, some money at the uh, <laughs> uh, dollar sign, Rose. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and cash app. There's some money our way. Uh, we got to pay for stuff. I got tons of stuff. I got to pay for glasses, glasses, new equipment for the show, tires, uh, and car limits. Help us out, folks. Damn, we need a free show. You can throw us some money every now and then. Oh my god, yeah. pushing it now, yeah. All right, well, that's it. Unless you got something else, I don't have anything else. All right. Well, here we go. Bye, everybody.